0: Lovers and welcome to the Liberty Mike Podcast, broadcasting from an undisclosed location in the heart of Dixie. I am Michael, and I am here with Liberty Larry.
1: How's it going?
0: Doing okay. So sorry about last week, everybody. We tried. We yeah. tried over and over we and had over. We tried again.
1: multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was just not in the cards, man. Yeah,
0: it didn't happen. No, I'm not gonna make any pronouncements <laughs> about future recordings
1: yeah. today. We'll see well, what happens. We'll see if we can do something. We're, we're going to make an attempt. No promises, though, like Mike says. Yeah. So we, we won't say any more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Try
0: to make it up. Maybe we will. Maybe we Maybe, will. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, but this has been a better year. I remember when we got the uh, communications award from the Libertarian Party of Alabama yeah. um, for the podcast, and all, all I could think when I when we went up there to accept the reward and. Um, and I, I had to stand in front of the mic, was uh, she said that we recorded 39 podcasts last year. That means we list we missed literally a quarter of the weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: well, there's 52 weeks in a year or yeah. something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we missed, missed a few. Yeah. Um, but I think we've better. done, yeah. I think yeah we've definitely done better. doing better. Absolutely. Um, and That's hopefully we can keep that up. I did have a lot of people message and ask about Missing the podcast so yeah so theres some, there's some people out there that missed us okay. So so we're here, yeah we're here now we're back, baby
0: <laughs> that's right yeah. um, so uh earlier this week would have been my parents' fifty third wedding anniversary wow oh, right. um, if uh, dad hadn't died a year and a half ago so um, so we went out to dinner with my mom yeah. uh, on Tuesday at Liberty Larry and his family and yeah. and uh, um and, I, like, I guess to start with, I just have to say, like, you know, she's moving around on a walker and so forth, which I did not think was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I've, I've like, been over there uh, quite a bit now, and uh, she's getting around great, man. Yeah. Like, I'm seriously, like, majorly impressed. Yeah,
0: like, I, I really, like, a year ago, or less than a year ago, I really thought, at best, wheelchair-bound yeah. for the rest of her life. And, yeah, it's not turned out that way, and just, it's fantastic.
1: It just goes to show perseverance, man. Like, I mean, if you put your mind to doing something, you can do it, man.
0: Yeah. So, um last night, well, because I didn't know if we were going to end up going out on Tuesday, so I bought... uh steak pinwheels the pinwheels you were talking about those the other night yeah Yeah. so i bought steak pinwheels and um potatoes and salad um and so i went over there last night and made the steak pinwheels and i i cooked them differently than i did the first time that i tried to cook them and they were good but it didn't really turn out how i wanted the first time oh yeah last night perfect man nice they were perfect (laughs) they were so good so nailed that. Got to write it down. <laughs> in fact, yeah. I, let me say it out loud. So at least it's on the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. So I did, I did a cast iron pan, yeah. um, preheated to 350 in the oven, and cooked it for 25 minutes. Oh, cool. That's, and it. that's A little bit of oil in the bottom of the pan, of course. You know? That's the recipe, right? That's the recipe. I should have like added a little marinade to them before I put them in there, but they came out great anyway. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, they could have had a little bit more flavor.
1: Oh, yeah. You can always have more flavor. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that was it. it. It worked out like the cheese was cooked, but it didn't, it didn't melt out of the pinwheel. And it, yeah. uh, anyway, so Very there cool. you go. That, that's my recommendation to everybody <laughs> if you make uh, steak pinwheels. Yeah. It's 350 that's- in a cast iron um, pan yeah. in the oven for 25 minutes
1: that's that'll do it
0: and now i have a, a recording for ever <laughs> and so i won't have to write that down
1: yeah you can always come refer back to this <laughs> yeah. podcast i
0: just, I just <laughs> have to remember episode. which one <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's only 130 something so yeah. Find somewhere in around in there yeah um but yeah so uh so but it was a good week we had dinner twice and it was nice
1: No, very cool yeah. watching the of the big trial going on Johnny Depp and the man the her oh no, not at all <laughs> I, I i could not care less oh man, you're missing out, man. I've uh, been watching it it's a it's a shit show <laughs> like, literally yeah. like it's it's been it's been entertaining. I wasn't paying attention at first, and now I got sucked in, man, yeah. It's just one of those things that sucks you in
0: yeah, i could not care less
1: <laughs> um. Figured you might feel that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just, you know it's just a distraction. There's real news going on. It is
1: a distraction. Hey, I'll, I'm right there with you. It's absolutely a distraction, but it's it's a entertaining one. Yeah, I have found it entertaining. <laughs> okay.
0: so. well, you may as well watch the soap operas in the middle of the day. Or hey, exactly. Um, or uh, read. What is it? E <laughs> Magazine? Is that a magazine or is that just a TV Dude, show? Uh, or is that a channel? I don't even know. It
1: used to be a channel. I don't know if it still is or not. Wow. Man, Court TV, man. I got Court TV at my house. We'd be... <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's all that's on is coverage of the trial. And if it's not coverage of the trial, it's people talking about the trial. That's all that's on that channel right now. Okay. <laughs> it's well, one. I
0: mean, there's other kind of like uh, interesting
1: legal things. You would think so. <laughs> but it's not on Court TV. This uh, is it. Mm.
0: Well, um, all right. So uh, last episode, you brought up the Elon Musk buying Twitter thing, and I was yep. like, eh, you know, I, I don't think it's you, news. You. It, it became news. Yeah, it definitely became um, news. The, the reaction from Twitter made me far more interested in yeah. this when they tried to just dilute away their stock and yeah, right. um, and so forth, which is a terrible mo- business move.
1: Isn't that the poison pill? Yeah. Is that the, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so it, it just, uh, it dilutes the amount of stock that he would have, but it also reduces the value of the stock. Um, well that,
1: that can't be something that the shareholders would be in favor of. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not good for them.
0: Well, and there became the question about whether, um, the board would be, uh, neglecting their fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders by doing that and, uh, um, and by refusing and by refusing
1: the offer because I mean, he made them a a nice offer, you know? Um, so, uh, but that's all done. Now. Yeah. I mean, over the weekend, that all kind of settled out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is the proud owner of a Twitter. Well, it <laughs> the Twitter. will
0: be in about six months, I guess, I like guess it, so, before yeah. everything's finalized. But yeah, um, I can
1: only imagine like the. I think back to Enron when they were destroying all the documents. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on inside Twitter right now? Like, I, there, there has to be stuff that they're trying to dispose of and get rid of. Yeah. So, it's not seen whenever tw- um, Elon Musk and, takes over. M- Musk and his people take over. Because yeah. Musk isn't going to be, like, in there himself. But he'll have people in there that's going to run this and do this for him. Mm-hmm. And. um I'm sure there's stuff they're trying to get rid of and destroy right now.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard from uh, some libertarian and uh, conservative voices that they suddenly picked up a whole lot of followers. Yeah. Um, while uh, on the left, I'm hearing that they they're they've lost a lost bunch of a followers. Lost a bunch of followers. I've heard so, the same thing. Like the bots have disappeared and people are finding the the These people that pages have been again yeah. shadow banned or whatever was going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we know that that was going on. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not really a, I mean, it's pretty open secret. Yeah. So, Um, yeah. But it's interesting that he hasn't even taken over yet and these changes are already starting to happen, which makes you wonder what they were doing and what kind of stuff they would be trying to hide, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the other side of that is that uh, you know you've got a new boss coming in and you know what that boss wants.
1: Yeah. Well, that's true, too. Maybe you just kind of want to keep your job. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of that going on, but I think there's a lot of people on the other side of that that just don't care anything at all about keeping their job, and mm-hmm. they're trying to muck the gears up, too. Well,
0: yeah, that could be. So, um, I mean, I think he ought to just fire everybody. And
1: um, I figure that's what he'll do. <laughs> I don't think he will. You don't think but, so? Yeah, no, I don't think he
0: will. But. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I mean, I think that it's I, I think that this is a good thing. and i I am. well, I'm excited amazed. about the
1: future of I mean, I'm so I'm, like I said before, I'm not on Twitter, but I'm gonna start my account pretty soon here, yeah, and get on there.
0: Um, I am amazed at the outcry from the left about this. <laughs> uh, that uh, oh no, what if um, this free speech absolutist steps into Twitter and takes control? How terrible will that be when, historically, like the left was the ones in favor of a free well, expression. Yeah, it, you,
1: of course they were in favor of it when when they wanted it to be equal. But the the tables have been turned now, and mm-hmm. they've they've had the ability to completely shut down the other side, yeah. and they don't want to give that up.
0: Well, and that's that becomes the question about Elon Musk. Um, like I hope that he is really a free speech absolutist and yeah. steps in there and just lets everybody have their say. Um, there is, of course, the concern that uh, everybody's in favor of free speech as long as their opinion is the one that's out there. Yeah. Um, they're only in favor of free speech for those that support their position. Yeah. Um, that's obviously what the left is doing right now is that they're yeah. only in favor of free speech as long as it's their position that's being expressed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we'll just have to see if, if musk is the same way or is actually principled about this well he's Mm -hmm.
1: he's said plenty of times that that he wants everybody to he doesn't want the left to leave that he doesn't Mm -hmm. want these people to leave twitter that he wants every he wants it to truly be open and free now we'll see we there's no way to know if that's really what he's going to do with it Mm -hmm. till it happens
0: yeah. Um, the EU has already gone after him and said, uh, you know, we have laws here about this stuff and you better comply and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. To which he already responded, free speech to me is in compliance with the law. Yeah. Um, and that the problem is that the the uh, platform has overstepped the legal limits on free speech and, and yeah. um, just like imposed its own ideology on its ideas of what should be free (laughs) to be spoken about. So, um, I don't know. It'll be
1: interesting to see how it plays out and interesting to see what they can really do about it. If they don't agree with what, with the way the platform's being ran, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess there's actions they can take, but it's a weird thing. Like, do they shut Twitter down? Do they block it? Like, what do they, how, or do they force, levy something against the company or Musk himself? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you do? Like,
0: well, I mean, you know, the EU could just block Twitter from the internet in the, in the block. Yeah. Uh, potentially, um, which that would be real interesting. I think that would be interesting
1: to see how that Uh, plays out. Yeah. um, I don't
0: know, I think it's just it's very revealing how uh people have reacted to this um that the that the left is is so concerned about people being able to express their opinions yeah um it's good. and it I think it's also interesting that the right is is so on board with it so excited about it yeah
1: um well, I get why they're excited because I'm excited for the same reason. Like, I yeah. mean, if if Musk do, truly does what he says he's going to do, I mean, this is a game changer. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a game changer for both sides. I mean, it's it's obviously a good thing for the right, mm-hmm. but it's basically going to put the right and left on a level playing field, at least on this platform. We'll see. Maybe. But, I, mean, I mean, potentially. I mean, that's the idea. Though, potentially. Right? Yeah. 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 Um. Now we don't know that that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I take Musk at his word that that's what he. He's going to do with this platform. Yeah. Um, And the only reason I take him is because he's talked about these type of things for a long time. Yeah. Like this isn't something that he just like all of a sudden came up with. He's talked about free speech and the importance of free speech for a long time. Yeah. So... I also think
0: it's funny that Musk has been a hero of the left for a long time, right up until now. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's yeah, that's that's very true too. You know, well, uh, that Tesla money is what bought Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: So I I saw when I was over at mom's last night uh, at um, eating dinner. um, She had I don't know some news channel on, uh, and there was a Republican, I think senator um, from Louisiana, something Kennedy. Uh, on, she said she really likes that he's funny. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about this, uh, free speech thing and, um, how Americans should be free to, uh, you know, decide what to believe on their own. They should be trusted to make their own choices uh, about what to, to trust and so on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I thought that that was, I, if I had been in front of him, what I would have asked is. So do you think then that YouTube should let me watch Russia Today again?
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> like, I wonder if you're saying this from a principal position or if this is just a political
1: yeah. issue. And the you. truth is it's probably just a political. Like, he yeah. probably wouldn't. It's, it's, it's a weird thing.
0: No, we can't have that Russian disinformation in this country. It might have been the response. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and maybe you know. not. Like, yeah.
1: maybe he is principled with it. But a lot of times that's not the case. Yeah. Know.
0: I wouldn't expect it to be. No. I wouldn't um that either. my my uh my perception of politicians at this point is that there's very few of them that have any real principle.
2: Yeah.
0: Um and uh and this is kinda going actually, this is really um fully illustrated with what's going on with Disney in Florida.
1: Yes, it is. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, okay, so let's play this clip from uh this is a, a Florida representative, I think. State State Representative. Okay. Um he may be state senate, but I think he's a state representative. Uh Spencer Roach. I really should write down people's titles, right? <laughs> um anyway, uh this is him kind of describing the situation and um also uh you know, making um his his principal points about it and Yeah, we'll just see how principled they are. (laughs) All right. Let's take a listen.
2: So here he is. Well, Disney has and has had for almost 60 years a very special relationship with Florida. They have uh, what I refer to as Florida's 68th county. It's about 43 square miles. It's called the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And they essentially are their They are their own government. They're exempt from all county regulation and most state regulations. Legally, under the law, Disney could build a nuclear power plant there, and we couldn't do a darn thing about it. And look, my objection to this, you know, I know it seems retaliatory, but I would describe it more as opportunistic. Disney's weakened politically. We should go after this. But but my principal objection to this as a conservative free marketeer, it's anti-free market. I mean, you have all these other theme parks in Florida. You have – uh, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Legoland, Bush Gardens, and here in the district that I represent, you have a theme park. It's the largest single-site employer in my district. It's called the Shell Factory. They'd love to have their own government there, but I, they don't have that. Why should Disney get this special privilege? And no one else should have that. I think it's just an aberration of the free market. And let me tell you what else Disney's doing. So they're expanding out of their traditional role of sort of theme park, amusement. They're now building a $400 million movie studio there. They're building a fourth Disney hotel. They're building a $300 million office space. And they don't have to apply with any of the regulatory burdens that any other realtor, business developer, or builder would have to comply to. They have an enormous advantage uh, over the rest of the market. It's unfair, it's anti-free uh, market, it's anti-economic liberty, it's wrong.
0: Okay, um, I do like that he addressed the accusation that this is retaliatory. And while I'm not entirely convinced that it's not retaliatory, yeah. um, he does make a good point that, uh, that it's just politically opportunistic. It um is. That uh, Disney has upset some people, and so they don't have as much support in the state as they historically have. And so this is an opportunity to, uh, bring, uh, you know, take away this special privilege that they've had for a lot of, a long time that probably a lot of people are in favor of getting rid of. Yeah. Um, and I suspect that it means a, a fair bit of revenue for the state, uh, being able to charge additional taxes and, and, oh, and well, so I'm sure. yeah. Um, so that, that there's, there's a ring of truth to that. Yeah. um, Now, in terms of his principle, like he says, I'm a free marketeer, and so um, that's why I want to take away these special privileges. Uh, But the answer, if you're a free marketeer, isn't to take away the special privileges from Disney. It's to stop taxing and regulating everybody else. Yeah.
1: All of those other theme parks that he listed off there that would (laughs) love to have that same privilege that Disney has – should also have those privileges. Like yeah. that's a free marketeer's answer to that. Exactly. Not let's um, take it away from Disney. Like yeah. um, and like I say, I mean, I think I think everybody at the minimum, if you're going to have government, which obviously I'm not in favor of this type of big government, mm-hmm. but um, even if you're going to make an argument for that it should still be everybody playing on a level playing field.
0: Yeah. The, the rules should apply to everybody equally. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And this is a better answer than, than Disney having these special privileges and nobody else having the special privileges. Yeah. But you know, my position, the free free marketeer
1: answer though, is to give that privilege to everybody. Yeah. And that's what I would want. That it shouldn't be
0: a privilege. It should just be the expectation. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But uh, you know that's not going to happen. But that's certainly uh, opposed to the Republican principle uh, of uh, free markets. Is that no? What needs to happen is that we need to tax this company more, and we need to go in and regulate them more. That is not a Republican (laughs) position. That is not a conservative position. Not traditional. Hell, is not a free market
1: position. Oh, it's not a free market position for sure.
0: Now, at the same time, uh, on this legislation to take away these special privileges, uh, all the Democrats voted against yeah um now the democrats are the ones that are in favor of regulating all should, of these industries and everybody should be paying their fair share of to say,
1: shouldn't disney be paying their fair share like yeah. i don't feel like we're getting fair
0: share from them now yeah. like <laughs> um and uh they're a court now while the republican is actually he's not making a free market argument he's making an uh egalitarian argument yeah. um the democrats have thrown totally thrown out egalitarianism in this regard yeah. uh, their their position is that everybody should be equal but that's not what they're advocating for in this case at all
1: yeah <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> so my point here isn't that one side's right or one side's wrong necessarily uh, my point here is that um that they're both being
1: hypocritical. Both sides have abandoned their principles yeah. in this fight. Mm-hmm.
0: Or illustrated that they don't actually have any principles in well, the first place. The
1: truth is, is that they don't have any principles, but, I mean, th- this makes it painfully obvious.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, so <laughs> I, I just think that this is a good illustration of what the, the these political parties are purely political. They're not principled. Yeah. Um that uh that they have you know abandoned whatever principle they may have once had. Um and the reason that the Democrats are supporting Disney here is not because of their uh you know egalitarian principles um or that they or their liberal principles of you know people being or businesses being yeah. being free to make their own choices or whatever. Yeah. Um it's is this is not something that that is based on um on you know individual rights or uh or liberty or anything like that it's that Disney is a powerful push to their their political position
1: yeah exactly
0: and the the opposite is true on the republican side um the Republicans aren't supporting their small government. Uh, don't interfere with the market position. They're opposed to Disney on this and want to interfere in the market because Disney has a political position that's that's counter to the the conservative or Republican position right now. Yeah, and and I shouldn't even say the conservative or Republican position, but at least how they perceive their voters. Yeah. Um, feeling about these issues. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I guess that's really <laughs> all the point that I had to well, make about the,
1: it, that. But it is crazy to me because. Um, I had saw, or you had. I think you had played the clip earlier before we started recording. it um, that all of the Democrats, crats, voted against this. Yes. Um, and it just blows my mind that you could have. 100 that there's not any principal Democrats there yeah that would like, say
0: that these people should be paying this is one of the richest companies in the world yeah. they should be paying taxes you would like think everybody there would else? at least yeah. be a, a,
1: at least within their caucus like mm-hmm. our uh, party would be some kind of debate about that yeah or talk about that and somebody mm-hmm. that would be like oh well I'm not gonna I can't vote for this blah 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 yeah there's not like that's just crazy to me the, yeah. just the whole we, thought that they were that in lockstep <laughs> with this with this vote that goes completely against their principles,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, the you know the, somebody to say, hey, don't we advocate that um, that unregulated business is bad? Yeah, that we can't trust uh, you know the free market to um, have businesses make the right decisions. That we need to regulate all these big businesses now.
1: Yeah, okay, that's that, that's just yeah. crazy to me. That that blows my mind that there wasn't any that was that you know at least felt strongly enough about it to vote the other way. Yeah. Um,
0: And then to kind of circle us back to uh, the social media thing, um, you had brought up a story about Tyson Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like I don't really know the background on this, but I I think it leads to some interesting discussion about social media. So you want to give us a background?
1: Yeah, so um, I guess it was last week now. um, Mm -hmm. So there was so I watched the video from it now. So I don't know if I had seen the video when we when I mentioned it before. Maybe I had. I don't remember. But anyway, um, a guy was like harassing Mike Tyson on an airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like like legit harassing the guy, like hollering at him and th- he was in the seat in front of Tyson and he's just hollering at him and the whole nine yards. And um you what? I think he was behind Tyson. Actually. Oh, was he behind Tyson? Yeah, I think maybe. so. Maybe. Uh, the, sure, the angle the like, angle was weird when on the video I watched. So maybe it was yeah. I only saw
0: a still, but it looked to me that Tyson was turned around in his seat like
1: Maybe like
0: reaching over the top of his seat. Either way, guy, but
1: he goes to town on this guy yeah. <laughs> eventually after putting up with a fair amount of harassment from him. Finally, <laughs> decides he's going to take care of it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just it's the point though. The thing that I thought was the funniest about it, and Tyson has said this before. I don't know know if he mm-hmm. said it in reference to this, mm-hmm. but is that you know people on social media get all are all willing to harass and talk. Um, crap to somebody but when you actually are in front of somebody it's a different world then like when yeah. somebody can reach out and touch you it's a different situation and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that anymore that's being yeah. lost in society people Tyson think,
0: did say something years ago about that uh social media has made people complacent i, now I, I, I can't remember the words, quote but, yeah um social media has made people complacent and they forget that um that Uh, You know, talking trash to somebody could result in getting punched in the mouth.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: And and then this happened. And then this
1: happened, which um, is yeah, kind of um, coincidental. And and
0: that is the the point to make is that the the reason that people are are so toxic on social media or can be so toxic on social media there's uh, is that there's the anonymity um, and the physical separation. There's no real consequence to being rude. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, you know there are things that if you say it to somebody's face, I'm not advocating for the violence, but there are things like but it can happen, to, yeah, <laughs> but you have to measure the possibility that if you say if you step over the line with somebody if you if you uh, finally say the thing that really pushes their button
1: yeah.
0: that they may punch you in the face
1: especially when you're dealing with what could potentially be a crazy person and you don't know and, and I see this a lot well, and in that, public. and then Mike Tyson particularly
0: yeah. is one of the hardest punchers maybe the, the hardest, hardest puncher <laughs> in the history of heavyweight
1: boxers right <laughs> I mean come on um, and I don't mm-hmm. mean the crazy person in really that much I mean I, obviously we're talking about Tyson so I can't discount that but I mean <laughs> (laughs) Just in general, you don't really know when you antagonize somebody in public Mm -hmm. who you're antagonizing. And I see this, not all the time, but fairly often I work with the public, Mm -hmm. and I see this where people are – a mess with people and, and do stuff like this. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, like you don't know this person. Like they may, they could do all kind. I mean, you yeah. just don't know. Yeah. And it's, it is a weird thing. And I do mm-hmm. think social media has a lot to do with that, that yeah. people forget that, you know, and, and when that you're, you
0: can't in real life, talk to people like exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, th- that, I, I thought that was funny when you told me about that, and I went and yeah. looked it up. Yeah. Um. So the other, this is kind of, this is another one of those popery podcasts where we're just kind we're of just going ahead a, a bunch of, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, we've
1: missed topics. a lot of news the past week or so. Yeah. <laughs> we missed the podcast.
0: Yeah, there was something else that I wanted to talk about that now I completely forget what it was. So just it was gone. Like, well, how in the world did we never bring this up? And now it's 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 yeah. old news now yeah. and it's so old that I can't remember what it was. you don't even that <laughs> you and can't made, even remember yeah, what it is. I never yeah. made a note about it obviously. So I, you know, yeah. um, but, uh, another one of these kind of cracks in the, um, the, I don't know, liberal, um, prevalence in the co- culture wars, I guess, yeah. um, is the, the CNN plus. Oh, thing.
1: CNN plus. Yeah.
0: Um I mean I don't have a whole lot to say about this uh, the, uh you know other than they they put 300 million well uh, it depends on the reports I've heard half a billion even oh, but wow. um uh 300 million um into CNN plus and it they it uh, lasted, what a week a month about a
1: month yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> was a little
0: it? less than a month yeah. um and uh you know there there was a a response to, I don't know to me like I, I was reading the story and I thought well this is Obviously what this is, because they put, I mean, imagine if we had $300 million to spend on this podcast. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like that's, well, and that's kind of the point though, is that they don't understand what kind of content that people are willing to pay for. Mm -hmm. Because what they just assumed is that the content that they're already putting out was good enough that people would be willing to buy it. Yeah. And that's just not the case.
0: Like it's, well yeah, so the the idea I guess was well there's all these streaming platforms that are doing really well, and, you know, all these podcasts and so forth that are that are streaming that are doing really well. So yeah. what what do we need to do to compete? we'll just outspend them and we'll put our content in the same kind of place where you can stream it
1: and yeah. so forth. And that will that's all we need. The problem is, is nobody wants their content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that is the problem. Like, their content is nothing but propaganda and people know that. Yeah. So they're not going to pay for it. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that?
0: And I looked at that and I thought, this is just proof that they're really like a government organization, essentially. Yeah. That they believe that the problem... Uh, like they looked at CNN, the channel, and said, "Why are we failing?" Yeah, and the response that they came up with for themselves was, "Well, we're just obviously not spending enough money on
1: it." Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> if we just spend more money, we'll do better. Yeah, and that's that's like such a government. That's a government,
1: government to reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. This this program didn't work because it was underfunded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's always the,
0: the fight, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, in government, um, you're incentivized to fail because the worse you fail, the more money you get more to you try get. and improve your program. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, because the assumption is it's failing because you didn't spend enough. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But the deal with CNN Plus is interesting because just like which where you were kind of going a second ago just think if me or you had that money to mm-hmm. spend on content yeah. like the kind of stuff we could put together and the kind of resources you would have to put something that people would be interested in watching out there yeah because there's stuff there's plenty of stuff you could do and plenty of stuff that cnn could do yeah um but
0: yeah with those kind of resources and the kind of connections that they have yeah they
1: could absolutely. put together some serious debates yeah. or something like that between some people that would be interesting the problem is is <laughs> (laughs) their side would lose those debates and they they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be willing to do that. Uh,
0: Well, I don't even know that that's necessarily true, but they're unwilling to compromise the narrative in any way to, to give the, the possibility that um, they may be outcompeted, like that their idea or that their position may be outcompeted by somebody else. Um, They're not in the business of actually providing you news. They're in the business of telling you a story that they expect you to believe. And it's, the The idea that there would be another side to that um, never enters the conversation yeah. to them, yeah, because that's not the point.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and that's why the independent media does better. Oh, absolutely. Um, like even Fox uh, will at least have Democrats and Libertarians
1: on. I haven't watched Fox in a long time now, so I can't really speak to what's going on on that station currently. Yeah. But years ago, I watched Fox a lot. And actually... Felt like I got a lot from it, because mm. just like what you're saying, I mean, sure, it was absolutely slanted one direction. Oh, yeah, yeah. They put like, those it the was alternate slanted.
0: voices at a disadvantage.
1: Yeah, but the, they were there, though. Yeah. And and just like you say, like liberals and Democrat, or, um, libertarians even, I mean, they had a seat at the table in most conversations mm-hmm. that were there. And, um, you know, I mean, it was—I I always enjoyed watching Fox, but, yeah. you know, I haven't in years now, but—
0: I don't even have regular TV.
1: <laughs> well, I don't have regular TV anymore either. So that's I, the I reason. I don't
0: really do news that way. Yeah. Um, I read. I it, don't, a lot, so. well,
1: I, I watch a lot of, I watch a fair amount of news, but, um, and then I don't, of course there's podcasts. Yeah. I, I consume podcasts and stuff like that too. And I get a lot of my news at this point from foreign sources, France mm-hmm. 24, you know, that yeah. type of thing.
0: Yeah. When I do video news, it's, it's international. Yeah. News. Um, And, and a big reason for that and why I'm upset about not having RT anymore, um, is that they, you get a very different perspective when you have foreign countries talking about, um, activities of the U.S. and the international sphere. Oh, absolutely. Um. First off, you hear a lot of things that you will never, ever hear from the American press <laughs> It's true about what the U.S. is doing in the international sphere. Yeah. But even on the issues where the, the U.S. press is also talking about it, you get a very different perspective from a, a foreign um, yeah. news source.
1: And I appreciate it. Even,
0: even an allied foreign news source like yeah. France 24. Yeah. And and France 24, like a lot of their stuff is just, you know, lifted right out of the New York Times. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but you have different personalities still, on there talking about it. That yeah, looking at been,
1: it from a different outlook than what, mm-hmm. you know, they look at it from in this country. Right. You know?
0: um, because they're not just propagandizing for the U.S. government.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, or the defense contractors or whatever. Yeah. Um although I you know I did see a little bit on France 24 the other day. Um oh gosh, what was the Globe uh Globesec was the name of the organization, which I assume is some kind of global security organization. Oh, um that uh, where they were talking to him about the uh war in Ukraine. And his position was that there was no point in trying to negotiate. Oh really? <laughs> that the only way that this was going to end Um, In fact, he didn't even say the only way this was going to end is from a military victory from one side or the other. He said the only way that this was going to end was a military victory for Ukraine. Oh, really? And that that's why we should be pumping a bunch of money and weapons into Ukraine. Yeah. Um, And uh, We have
1: a vastly different opinion on this. (laughs) Yes, yeah, we do.
0: Um, And I do appreciate there's uh, one of the guys in the early morning, and I can't think of his name right now, Um, I think he's, uh, he's Persian maybe, or, uh, Indian or some, you know, uh, some, some kind of, um, Southwest Asia anyway, um, ethnic background. And, uh, he, he was giving him some pushback and he's actually one of my favorite presenters on France 24 because he He pushes us back. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, the guy just, you know, ignored the questions and and (laughs) kept to his talking points and, and about how we need to support Ukraine and the only way that, that, that there's no sense in trying to negotiate with the Russians and the blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, of course this attitude really bothers me. Um, and it, and it's the attitude that our state department has taken as well as our defense department in this country that there's they're not i guess what it expressed more than anything is that the the west is not negotiating it, the the claimed attempts at negotiation that the west is doing with Russia and Ukraine yeah. um are not done in good faith no absolutely uh, not they have no intentions of coming to a an agreement no. um they don't think that an agreement can be had um and so they're not negotiating in good faith at all. And yeah. uh of course that just means that the war will last longer and be more destructive. Yeah. And the goal for everybody involved should be to end the war as quickly as possible. Yeah. To limit the destruction and the death.
2: Absolutely. And
0: if the if Ukraine has to give up some stuff so be it.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't see what the problem would be with that. Yeah, <laughs> like, um,
0: I mean, I think that there is enough evidence that uh, that Russia is not the threat yeah. that we thought. Yeah, um, or that or the claims that were made anyway. Now it it shouldn't be a huge surprise since they spend less than a 10th on their defense that as just the United States spends, um, that the United States spends, uh, about a trillion dollars in defense and the whole entire GDP of Russia is only a trillion and a half. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) the entire GDP of Russia is only a trillion and a half and they spend something like, um, uh, what was it? Um, like, Eighty million or something—I think it was on on their military I a heard, year or yeah. something like that. I
1: heard something like that. I can't remember the specific number, but it was in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, or a billion. I mean, yeah. sorry, yeah. not million. Yeah, um, eighty billion and. That's nothing.
1: Yeah, for, for us on, on yeah. a U.S. standard.
0: Yeah. Um. Of course, I I saw another report just recently that uh the world spent over two trillion dollars on defense for the first. And I, I love that they keep using the word defense there when that's not really the case. Yeah. Um, it's offense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the the world spent two trillion dollars on military. Yeah. Um, in the last year, which for the first time, has ever gone over two trillion dollars.
1: Yeah.
0: And that almost forty percent of that was just the U.S. Yeah. So we spend almost as much money on our military as the entire rest of the world.
1: Well, and so I've heard this a lot, talking about Mm -hmm. Elon Musk, what he could have done with the money he spent to buy Twitter Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, buying Twitter with it. He could have helped all of these people and all of these groups. Mm -hmm. What about the U.S. and its military spending? Yeah. Like, I mean... That's in the same category as, like, think about what that money could do. Even just mm-hmm. a portion of that money could do for any – I mean, name your thing, you know. How about if it just stayed in our pockets? Well, that would be the preferable thing. Yeah. <laughs> but even – but, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's options there. Like, we mm-hmm. don't need to spend this money because, just like you're saying, it would be different if I actually believed it was for defense. Like I mean, because I want to defend our country. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody to come in here and roll us. But um, but just like what we're saying, it's not defense; it's military and it's offensive military. Yeah, especially for us. Like I mean, and
0: that's the interesting point. There is that uh, I was listening to Scott Horton interviewed William Arkin uh, from Arkin. That seems right from Newsweek. Yeah, and uh, he was saying one of the things that now. He's good on a lot of things about this war. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that he said there that stood out to me is he said, "Well, you know, this is this has displayed to the world Russia's pr- propensity for uh, military involvement in invasion. <laughs> and invasion." And I said, "Dude, have you paid any that attention to what
1: your own country has hilarious. been doing over the
0: last thirty years?"
1: That is hilarious, and yeah. I'm, so I've heard that a lot. Actually, I've heard mm. that on a lot of mainstream. Media, you know, that, you know, uh, Russia's just this aggressor and we can't believe they're just doing this act of war and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, like, look in the mirror, folks. Like, I mean, they're not the war machine here. Ukraine, Georgia, Syria. Yeah.
0: Kazakhstan, sort of.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying that any Um. of those are right or justified. But all I'm saying is if you want to, if you want to judge them based off that, You've got to judge us on the same stick.
0: Yeah. So that's that's four military interventions that I can name just off the top of my head. There. Yeah. Obama started more than four. Yeah. Military inventions during, uh, interventions during his eight years in office. Yeah. I mean,
1: come on, like we're like in some of the same places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean
0: it's it's absolutely insanity. Yeah. You know. Um so that that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, you know, I can't believe that this guy is saying that you know, yeah. Russia is bad because of their obvious propensity to military invention and invasion of other countries <laughs> when the US is currently involved in military interventions like all over North Africa and the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah, like not to mention what we're actually doing in Ukraine. So we have now spent something like four billion dollars in taxpayer money in the last few months. Yeah, um, for uh, for weapons in Ukraine. And w- when I was talking with mom last week, um, she was saying, you know, what where are these weapons going? And so I started talking to some people because I haven't seen any of this. But I was like, I couldn't find anybody who has seen a video with all the video that's coming out of Ukraine.
1: Oh, and there's tons. Yeah.
0: um, That has seen a video of Ukrainians using U.S. military weapons. Like so, any of these javelins or anything that we're sending over yeah, there, yeah, because that's why I've seen fixing a single ask, video.
1: Of that. What what kind of weapons are we sending? I mean, I know we've sent a lot of small arms because yeah. um, that's usually s- the videos you see on the news is yeah. like pallets of like guns and crap. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, now we're sending a bunch of heavy artillery as well. But uh, yeah. what most of what we have sent that would be considered like. I don't know, bigger than small arms, yeah. um, is these uh, like shoulder-fired rockets and missiles um, that are both anti-air and anti-tank uh, gotcha. versions of, of these things. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen any video of Ukrainians using, using this, this stuff, stuff. Yeah. And I couldn't find anybody else who had. Hmm. And so, you know, like where is it going? And when mom asked me about it... Um, She said, "Well, maybe it's not even getting there." I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure that it is getting there." Yeah. Um, I said, "But you got to remember that before before all this started, (laughs) Ukraine was consistently ranked as one of the most corrupt governments in the world." Yeah. And so I suspect that it's being privatized. That, like, if if I had to guess, I would guess that these weapons are being sold off for personal profit. That the U.S. taxpayer is spending. Now, is spending this money to buy these weapons from U.S. companies. So this this is already privatizing the public funds. Yeah. All right. So U.S. taxpayer money (laughs) is being used um, to purchase these weapons from U.S. corporations. Yeah. Uh, So they they steal the money from you. They give it to Northrop Grumman or, um, you know, whatever, General Dynamics or whoever. Yeah. Um, and then the weapons get shipped overseas. Now I've also heard that this is being done as kind of a lend lease sort of thing. So that the money isn't actually being given to Ukraine. It's being lent, lent. to Ukraine. See, I've heard um, this So go too. back to, uh, Con- Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Yeah. Um, where we're actually saddling Ukraine with a, a level of debt where they're at our beck and call forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is this an, may or may not be true
1: yeah it may or may not be true I have I can't confirm anything mm-hmm. but but that's an interesting theory that that this is a way to keep Ukraine in our pocket yeah you know yeah
0: um, um so but then I suspect that these weapons are getting to Ukraine yeah. they're falling into the hands of the Ukrainian oligarchs this is actually a thing yeah um and in fact this was the western- backed oligarchs that were in Russia that got kicked out by Putin yeah, um, which is why Putin has been so popular in Russia is because he rescued Russia economically from yeah. the Western-backed uh, oligarchs that were stealing all the the resources out of Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. A lot of them went to Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the I, I suspect that these are now falling into the hands of the Ukrainian oligarchs who are selling them off to other countries yeah. um, to privatize the money again yeah. um, to enrich themselves personally. And I keep thinking about uh, Dave Smith's statement that if you want to know who our next enemy is, look at who we're fighting right now, or who yeah. we're funding, funding right now. Who
1: we're funding right now. Yeah,
0: look now. at who yeah. we're funding right now. And yeah. I suspect that in a year or less, we're going to be running into these weapons that we gave to Ukraine being used against Americans in Somalia or you know somewhere else.
1: Somewhere, yeah. Absolutely uh it's, it's a shame, man. I mean, it's, we can do better.
0: <laughs> yes. And we can do better by not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would, doing nothing would be an improvement. Of course, ideally what we would have been doing is instead of trying to organize a block in opposition to one side of this conflict, if we had tried to step in and, um, and help, Negotiations between the two sides of the conflict. Yeah. If like, we hadn't shown a like, clear bias towards one side, we could still do this, but we can't. Because, there's no way we yeah. can
1: do that at this point. Yeah. Um. But but it's because we closed the door on all of that so early. I mean, mm-hmm. it really was not that big of a concession for us to be like, okay, we will not put Ukraine in NATO. Right. Like that because was, we
0: weren't going to anyway.
1: Exactly. Like uh, it, that was not a big concession for us to make. And I go back to I think that if we had done that that this all could have been prevented yeah i mean there are other things standing in the way too but i think the other stuff could have got hammered out mm-hmm. i think that was the big sticking point yeah so i
0: actually think what really did it is when ukraine said that they would go nuclear yeah i think that that was kind of the point where uh putin was like all right now we yeah. gotta do something we about can't this. have that yeah yeah, yeah. um so, but yeah, I, this this whole conflict could have been prevented. Um and the US from the very beginning has done nothing but encourage the conflict.
1: Absolutely. And and it I just I go back to I just don't understand why. Why would you want to flirt this hard with nuclear war? Yeah.
0: And I I wonder wh- because they don't think it'll happen.
2: Yeah. I know. And I know that they just don't think it'll happen. Yeah. But
0: but that's a that's a big gamble. It is. Yeah. Like what percentage chance would you take? Yeah. Like it would. Okay. So let's say that there's only a 2% chance that a nuclear war is the result of this. Yeah. Are you willing to take that chance for Ukraine? Yeah, exactly. And, and and let's see, I'll ask the, our listeners personally, would, would you risk your family on a 2% chance that this ends in nuclear war for Ukraine?
1: Yeah. And and you have to ask yourself, okay, so for this 2% chance, what do I get for that? Yeah. Like, is, because it's not like we're, the U.S. is getting anything out of
0: this. Does it even matter, though?
1: It, it doesn't, they, like, yeah, because you don't take it how, into either yeah. way.
0: How can, you, how can you measure? Like, So on one side, all right, there's the possibility of whatever riches Yeah, uh, 98% of the time. Yeah. But 2% of the time, me and my entire family dies.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Everybody I've ever known. I can't come up with a a I can't come up with a reward worth that risk. Big
1: enough for that, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So I don't know. Maybe those. Maybe there's some of you out there. Maybe all of you out there are in a very different position from me in terms of of that risk assessment. But yeah, um, it I, seems I can,
1: very clear to me. I can tell you, I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like I can't I can't even fathom it. Yeah.
0: So um, yeah, this. This could have been prevented. We're fighting for an incredibly corrupt government. We go on and on about how uh, Russia is authoritarian and um, Ukraine is a democracy, but Russia is at least as developed a democracy as Ukraine, and Ukraine is at least as authoritarian as Russia.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, there's no good guys. There's no good guys in this scenario, yeah.
0: Um, And, uh, you know, the fact that we've encouraged this kind of conflict is just— should i I don't know, I guess it's just a, a moral disaster for our country
1: oh yeah, without question
0: <laughs> so um I'm trying to come up with some positive way of ending that, but i I can't do it yeah yeah I can't do it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't do it. We always
1: end on war, man. How do we always end on
0: war? <laughs> because it's because it matters so much.
1: Well, it does matter. Um, it's it absolutely matters, and it's absolutely important. And
0: and it's and a huge part of why our economy is in such a bad position right now.
1: Oh, that's the truth.
0: Um, if we weren't funding an a world empire, if yeah. we weren't funding conflict all over the world, no. we wouldn't have s- spent ourselves into this tremendous debt um we wouldn't have a need to just continue printing money because this is the this is you know one of those enablers for war Uh, historically if you were working on some kind of hard currency um you'd run out of money you
1: run out of money yeah you (laughs) can't maintain
0: it like you want a war to be quick because you you want you only have so much money in the coffers but with the modern fiat currency what happens is is you start to run out of money in the coffers you just print more money yeah yeah um but as you print more money you run into this situation like putin's price hike
1: yeah yeah which
0: is not putin's price hike at all Yeah. it's these terrible decisions by the u.s government and not just the biden administration i will say oh yeah well Um, i was gonna started with trump well it it started way earlier than that yeah i mean
1: you go back i mean it's it's a u.s president problem yeah Like, that's what I would call it. And if I was campaigning against it, that's what I would say. U.S. federal government.
0: And then there's going to be people out there that are like, well, the Federal Reserve is a private organization. Not really. No,
1: yeah. I've heard that argument be technically made.
0: Technically speaking. Yeah. Yes. You want to
1: go by the letter of the law, but
0: but no, it's so embedded in government that it's essentially a government
1: organization. I mean the same same is true for um Facebook and some of these other companies. Or They're, a
0: a better example, especially when you're talking about foreign conflict, is like uh, the National Endowment for Democracy. Yeah. National Endowment for Democracy is technically a private organization. Yeah. But they're not a private organization.
1: They don't operate. They're the private
0: arm of the U.S. intelligence's uh, regime change
1: arm. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Um, So uh, the answer to all these problems, though, is just to reduce the power of government. Yeah. All the way around. It's the answer to your Disney problem. It's the answer to uh, your um, CNN problem. Your media problem. Yeah. Um,
1: It like. Government has too much control, and mm. it's the, it's the answer to the divisiveness in this country. That's true too. Um, because the reason this country is so divisive is because the government has so much power, and everybody's fighting for control over that power to rule over the other side. Yeah, you make it so not as lucrative to rule over everybody, then you, it, the divisiveness will melt away.
0: Yeah, um, that's one of the one of the strong like so. There's the libertarians that take the position that. Um that taking part in the government is itself uh, an act of aggression. An act of aggression, right? Like yeah. voting is an act of aggression. Yeah. But the other side of that argument is that it is an act of personal defense. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> um, you know, to to Which prevent was, yourself from being ruled over by the other yeah. side. Yeah,
1: and that's that's the way I would take it. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. tack I take for sure. Yeah. So
0: I mean, because my intention when I vote is not to impose my will on others no. is to prevent them from imposing their will on me.
1: Yeah. Um, or anybody else for that matter. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly right. And that goes to voting for the right candidates. And earlier I had said, "Um, oh, what was I? I, I just lost it.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> it I can't there. help you because I have no idea you're, where you're going. It was there and it was
1: gone, man. Wow. That was, well, that sucks.
0: <laughs> I haven't even begun to drink.
1: <laughs> exactly. I had something and it was gone. Oh, oh. well.
0: Well, that's a great place to end.
1: Yeah, that's, that sounds like we'll a big pick, We'll closer, pick it up right there next time. Closer outer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, yeah, we're going to try and get back on schedule. And yeah. May, at, maybe at be le- a little bonus.
1: At the least, we'll get back on schedule next mm-hmm. week. And who knows? You may have an extra podcast show up in your thing. Yeah. You may not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so No promises. <laughs> yep, exactly. No promises.
0: But uh, until next time you hear us, um, you know, uh, like and share, uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or YouTube. Yep. Um, yeah, comment, tell your friends how great we are and how we're telling you the news that you're not hearing elsewhere. Absolutely. And that our, our point of view is just exquisite.
1: Exactly. Right. <laughs> Help us get this message out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll be back uh, when we're back. Yeah. Um, which will be a week or less, yep. I guess. Um, or just over a week or less, because it'll be yeah, Friday next Friday. week, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. Friday. Um, But anyway, in the meantime, uh, try to stay free.
1: Life's short, live free. Ciao. Later.